Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be uh, in the universe. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by VP of Engineering from Nortec, Dominic Denninger. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Dominic, tell us a little bit about your history and your role at Nortec and a little bit about Nortec, the company. I guess uh, these days, uh, as I get into meetings, I tend to be the old guy on the meeting here. It seems like it was just a few days ago. I was the youngest one on the meeting, but uh, I started working with Intel products back when their latest CPU was the 4004 4-bit, the uh, first one that they uh, introduced and then uh, went through the whole PC explosion and that kind of thing. And uh, then 17 to 20 years ago, we got started in supercomputing. We got started with a small company called Reason Computers, and then Reason was acquired by uh, Northern Computer Technologies, also known as Nortec. Then it's grown from there, and today we've got clients that most people would recognize, like Federal Aviation Agency, and two of our customers have won Nobel Prizes in Physics within the last three years. We do a lot of simulation and modeling systems where HPC integrators for quite a number of ISVs that are in the simulation and modeling market. Companies like Dassault and Simulia and a lot of others. And we still do quite a bit of work in the scientific area. National Science Foundation, of course, funds a lot of that, but we've got a lot of customers in that area and in the medical field and different things like that. It's been a fun field to be in. certainly is. And Nortec, as a leader in worldwide manufacturer in the high-performance space, uh, you guys are on the cutting edge of ideas, particularly when you talk about simulation, modeling, and visualization. You're really talking about some of the most forward-thinking and special math that exists on the planet. But before we get into the planetary transformation that you guys have helped lead, can you talk a little bit about uh, Intel Select Solutions from Nortec and the work that you guys have done with us with simulation and modeling? Intel's been a great vendor to work with, and uh, one of the things that they have helped us with over the years here is a demonstration cluster. We actually have a website we work with with Intel, simulationclusters.com. That caught the interest of the Select Solutions group, and uh, we are a part of the uh, Intel Select Solutions group in the simulation and modeling area. They uh, have some regulations or stipulations for systems that meet what ISVs are looking for in general as far as the hardware and the software to support applications in the simulation and modeling area. So we uh, worked with Intel on getting systems certified in that area. Let's talk a little bit about NTHPC simulation and what are some of the key components. When you talk about Xeon scalable processors, that's only one part of the architecture that you guys build. Can you talk a little bit about the work that you guys do at Nortec across all those other HPC-specific technologies? Well, Intel's OmniPath, their low-latency fabric, is another part of that whole solution. And simulation and modeling were generally uh, pretty chatty applications, a lot of communications traffic going node-to-node in a uh, cluster. So the lower the latency and the more bandwidth you have there in that fabric, the faster you can get your jobs done and the more jobs you can get done in a given period of wall clock time. 
The other thing that is very attractive in the simulation and modeling area here about Skylake scalable processors is the performance they've got on a per-core basis because in the simulation and modeling world, uh, if you're using commercial software, it's almost always you got a license fee that's driven by core count. So the more performance you can get from a single core, you can get more work done for the same license dollars spent. And that gets to be a very significant factor for a lot of customers that are running commercial simulation and modeling products there because the licensing in the life of a simulation and modeling cluster, the license fee is going to be by far their largest total cost of ownership segment even more than the hardware or labor charges that are involved in configuring or maintaining a system. Let's talk about what Nortec is doing um, with some of the real-world examples. Well, we've been in the simulation and modeling space. We've worked with a lot of manufacturers that are anything from some of the uh, most prominent names in aerospace industry, uh, all the way down to people that are doing personal care products. Never know what's coming around the corner. We've also worked with people that are doing some very innovative work in engine design. A lot of it around computational fluid dynamics involved with combustion. We have uh, manufacturers where uh, they're workstation users at the time that they come and talk to us and they're just at the point where if they do any uh, serious simulation and modeling on the workstations, that workstation might be tied up for a day or two or three days. So what they'll do is talk to us about uh, moving over to HPC cluster. They can still use their workstations for during the pre and post, but then the solving job goes off to our supercomputer cluster, and we try to make it like a printer for them. They just send the job off, and they don't have to worry about it. It just runs. And, uh, you know, the post-processing information comes back, and they can take a look at it. And in some cases, they work interactively with it, but probably most cases, uh, it's just to send the job off, and then it comes back. And the idea there is you can to do intelligent job scheduling and management uh, once you get into uh, something like a uh, HPC supercomputer. Can you talk a little bit about the detection of the first gravitational wave? We did uh, everything from working with them on a lot of testing of various Intel components and technologies to going out and configuring supercomputers for them, configuring the storage for them, and a lot of involvement with multiple universities that have been involved in the search for gravity waves. So it was really a rewarding thing to see that proof of Albert Einstein's theory, you know, happen with our participation in the effort there over many years. It doesn't get much better than that. No, it certainly doesn't. Um, it's been a great ride since the Intel's 4-bit 4004 CPU as we celebrate our 50 years in business. Talk a little bit about the future. Uh, one of the things that you see done a lot in the simulation and modeling field is called parametric sweeps, where you may be testing you know, some particular part and you want to see... Uh, what the breaking point of that particular tool or whatever may be. You'll run a whole series of jobs and incrementing or changing one variable in there, and uh, it becomes a brute horsepower kind of question where uh, you just run a lot of scenarios, and then you can find out what's going on. But 
there's more and more talk about AI coming in there and maybe reducing the amount of brute horsepower needed for running these jobs to use a more intelligent selection of which variables to tweak and different things like that. And of course, the idea being to get the job results back to the engineers faster. So we're seeing that. We're also seeing acquisitions of huge amounts of data. So some of that uh, will be used to comb back through and look at existing product designs and tweaks and improvements and that kind of thing using some intelligent analysis there, just like you hear used for marketing studies. It's just different data, and you're trying to look at it and get some intelligent analysis done of the data. And, of course, it uh, is always amazing the scaling that's going on here with the transistor counts and that kind of thing. It's just beyond comprehension. Well, it's pretty spectacular. Not only are we going to continue to drive atomosity in the manufacturing process, but obviously scale and stacking and, and new manufacturing techniques help as well. Where can our listeners find out more about Nortech and the select solutions that you've been developing? Probably the best place would be our website, nor-tech.com. So that's N-O-R-T-E-C-H.com. There's a chat line available there, and I can get you in touch with people that can answer any questions that they may desire to have answered. Well, that's fantastic. So on behalf of Intel, I want to thank you so much, Dominic. It's been a pleasure to meet with a guy who has been around, done it all, seen it all. My name is Jake Smith. This has been Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud with Dominic Denninger, VP of Engineering from Nortech. Wherever you may be in the world, have a good afternoon, good morning, or good night. we